0: Welcome to Chick Chat, the Baby Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Nina Spears, the Baby Chick, and today I'm here with Mary Alice, a student midwife and doula, as well as our manager and editor here at Baby Chick. We're here doling out no-nonsense, pregnancy, and parenting advice. We've worked with hundreds of families and have condensed all that we've learned to bring you simple, practical, and immediate advice for preventing parenting conundrums. We've covered everything you could ever want to know about birth doula care, and today we're discussing postpartum doulas. Stay tuned for more about the difference between what a postpartum doula is and a nanny, what a postpartum doula can help you with, and the logistics of hiring a postpartum doula. So I'm here with Mary Alice. Hi. <laughs> and Mary Alice and I have both worked as postpartum doulas for years. We have. I was going to say. together. Yes, we did. And I started working as a postpartum doula in 2011, I think, was my first family that I worked with. And as a postpartum doula... A lot of people don't even know what that is. And I feel like you get the same reaction. Yeah, definitely.
1: People have kind of heard of a birth doula or they have a, you know, kinda hippie idea of what that might be and they haven't listened to our podcast yet. (laughs) But a postpartum doula, many people are like, A what? A what? A night nanny? A nurse? Exactly. A what? They really (laughs) confused confused. a
0: postpartum doula, but I don't have postpartum depression, so I don't think I need that. (laughs) And when
1: we did work at Nina's doula agency, and that's how Nina and I got to know one another, we would have people come in and interview us and learn more about the business, and they really came for the birth doula aspect of it and to learn a lot about birth doula care, and then they kind of stayed for the postpartum doula care. And then they were like, wait, I need that. I really need that. (laughs) This is what I didn't even know I needed. Exactly. and
0: I feel like that's why we're talking about it today to really let everyone know what is a postpartum doula? What do we do? Where can you find a postpartum doula? How much does it cost? I mean, there's a lot of things we can cover, but let's just start at the basics. Okay, what is a postpartum doula?
1: Okay, so in our podcast about birth doulas, we talked about the different kind of support a doula can offer. And we broke that down into information, so A doula can offer you a lot of information, a lot of resources, emotional support, so being there for you, and then physical support. So we kind of broke down what that means at a birth, but in the postpartum period, what does that mean? Exactly. So I think it is pretty much self-explanatory
0: what the education part is for postpartum doula care because a lot of moms, when they're expecting, they plan so much when it comes to the birth, but then they haven't really thought too much about what life is going to be like with baby. And that can be a major hiccup in all of their plans because all of a sudden you're home with this tiny little baby and you're just looking at each other and you say, oh my God, now what? And then your baby's crying and won't go to sleep and you don't know what to do up or down to make baby
1: happy and where to even start. I've been to so many people's houses and it's kind of half and half. So sometimes you walk in and you spend three hours with someone answering every single question that they could possibly come up with. And that's an amazing use of our time. And sometimes you come in and people just say, I don't even know what to ask you. I don't even know what questions I'm supposed to ask. And a postpartum doula can ask you about your feeding schedule, your sleep schedule, you know what different breastfeeding positions you've used, the gear you have, the bottles you're using, the baby wearing supplies, all of the information. And they have the questions and they they know what to ask you and to prompt you to... Be able to ask more questions. Right, right. Yeah. Like, what is it that you don't know that you don't know? <laughs> yeah.
0: And then you're like, oh, wait. I didn't even realize that I could side lie with breastfeeding. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to be able to sleep so much better. Or how long is this breast milk good for now that I've warmed it up? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Or formula. Uh,
1: which formula should I choose? Talk
0: to your pediatrician. <laughs>
1: yeah. And so a postpartum doula really is for the postpartum period, yeah. which usually lasts about six weeks after the baby is born. And so also giving you resources for after that, so information for maybe books to read on sleep training once you get there, even though your postpartum doula isn't going to sleep train your baby, giving you information moving forward. Right.
0: And I will say, I know Mariela said six weeks, but sometimes, I mean, it's really the first three Three months, months. so it could be 12 weeks because we say that Fourth trimester is, you know, that three months. So I've definitely Yeah, <laughs> have we've been both helped families
1: for quite a long time. And if Even you're listening, longer. you know who you are. <laughs> and we <Exactly>. love you. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah,
0: I was gonna say, now we covered the information part and that educational component. So emotional. That's another thing that I I think that especially family members don't realize is that you have gone through something so monumental, whether you had like the perfect birth and everything was beautiful and amazing and just the way you wanted it, or if everything went to the left and nothing went the way you wanted it to and you're just in tears over everything, or maybe baby's not doing well, or you're not doing well, or anything could happen. And providing that emotional support is a huge part of that, especially even just like establishing parenting roles, how maybe your spouse is having a hard time adjusting to this new role, or grandparents don't know their boundaries, or I mean, there's so many different things that
1: can happen. And listening, having someone there to listen to you. And, you know, being a postpartum doula is not just taking care of the baby. And it's not just, You know, providing all that information, but it's really being there for the mom. It's mother care. It's having the ability to listen and provide information and provide physical support and do all of those things at once in a way that makes her feel loved and listened to and supported. And like she has everything she needs to be the best mom she can be. And I'm so glad you said that, Mary Alice,
0: because I think a lot of people are so fixated on the baby. How's the baby? Is Mm -hmm. the baby healthy? Is the baby sleeping? Is the baby fed? But what about mom? And that is the whole core purpose of what a postpartum doula does is really mothering the mother and taking care of mom and making sure she's doing well during this time.
1: And we really believe that that's what gets parenting off to a good start. I mean, same with a birth, your birth and pregnancy. And that whole time is so monumental it's so formative in the way that you look at yourself as a parent and having that support from the get-go and having someone say that is normal these feelings are normal you are doing a great job and instill that confidence in you it just gets parenting off to a really good start absolutely because i think that some parents think i'm supposed to be loving every minute of
0: motherhood and when they can finally say out loud like oh my god this is hard oh my god did i make a mistake i'm exhausted i don't want to do this anymore I've heard so many mothers say this, and I say, obviously, we know that you love your baby, and it's okay to have these feelings and express them. You're still a good mom. We just have to take care of you. You just need a nap. Yeah, Yeah. you need a shower, shower. you need a nap, you need some food, and you're gonna feel so much better, and you have support. And that's what a postpartum doula does. So now, The last part that I think a lot of people don't know and are a bit confused about is the physical support. What is that? So
1: how are you going to support someone physically postpartum? And so much of that is making sure that mom is taken care of. So especially for me, I'm in midwifery school and I... I'm such a big stickler on really resting in the postpartum period. You should not be going up and down your stairs. No. <laughs> Please don't go up and down your stairs in, while you're postpartum. Really making sure that mom is resting, that she's eating, that she's drinking. So she's feeding baby and postpartum doula brings her a snack and a glass of water and then holds baby so that she can take a shower and helps with meal prep. And bathing your baby, gives baby her, to yeah. show her how
0: to do that. I mean, showing how to... Burp the baby properly. I I mean, there's so much physical support Mm -hmm. on that.
1: Definitely. So it's baby care. That physical support has to do a lot with baby care, but also has to do with, you know, fostering the physical you know, healing in the mom.
0: And I want you to explain a little bit more to people why, Mariala, should people not or mothers- Not walk up down no, in the stairs?
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you should not be walking up and down the stairs because after you have a baby, your abs, your back, all of your muscles are just weak. They've been, well, carrying a person, obviously, but everything has been stretched and nothing is as tight as it was before. And so now everything has to go back to normal. Your organs have to go back to where they belong. Your uterus has to involute, has to get small again. Your abs have to come back together. Everything has to strengthen. All of that needs to happen. You need to rest. In addition to that, you have a wound the size of your placenta inside of your uterus. So And the, placentas are not yes, small. Yes. I was going <laughs> to say, I wish you could see my hands right now. <laughs> but you can... It's about the size of like a – A basketball. A large pancake. Or
0: uh, – like I, I was bl- going to say
1: I've seen some big – But they're not spherical. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, they're flat. But they're yeah. flat. I was totally. going to say I've seen some big placenta. Yeah, definitely. And so the metaphor that I always use or kind of to get a picture in your head is if you had a big scab on the inside of your elbow, inside of your arm, if you just kept your arm straight for three weeks, it would scab over, it would stop bleeding, it would heal, and then you could use your arm like normal. But if you're picking things up and bending and straightening your arm over and over again, that scab is going to continue to break open and bleed. And that's what happens when you walk up and down your stairs and when you overdo it postpartum. You know, people do bleed for eight weeks because they're not resting enough. So really, your bleeding should be your guide for rest. If you see that your bleeding is increasing, take it easy for a few days and then try walking up the stairs. You know, give yourself The chance to heal. Absolutely. And that's why a postpartum doula
0: can really help with that healing time. Mm -hmm. All right. So we covered what essentially a postpartum doula is. So let's take it to the next thing. Let's see daytime versus nighttime. And so everything that we've been talking about is really more about daytime because it is so much more educational. But there are times when families are like, oh my gosh, I need some sleep. I really would like to hire a postpartum doula to help me during the night hours. So daytime people are usually anywhere from like 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. And they do usually minimum hours or about four hour time blocks. I mean, every postpartum doula is different, but they'll usually have a minimum amount of hours. We'll go over this kind of information a bit later. But nighttime, they usually start anywhere from 7 p.m., 8 p.m. till... 7 a.m. in the morning. And I know Mary Alice can tell you, myself included, that usually there is an eight-hour minimum for overnights, and we've done up to
1: 12-hour overnights as well. Mm -hmm. We don't want to leave in the middle of the night because, A, if you're hiring someone to help you get as much sleep as possible, then you should get a full night's sleep, at least as close to it as you can. And, B, it's really not safe for us to be leaving in the middle of the night, like, for every single night in a row. Obviously, you know. Every once in a while would be fine, but we're trying to keep some semi-regular hours here. Right. And so really being there all night to help you with nighttime parenting. And that's how I try and explain it to people. So it's not just like, okay, you go to sleep, hand me your baby and tell me everything you've been doing so I can just follow your directions. It's still being a doula. It's at least for us, everyone practices differently. But for us, we were really, really purposeful about the way we did nighttime work because it is helping people to parent at night and learn how to swaddle their baby, how to um, have, a nighttime, ha- have a nighttime routine, calm baby down, and then parents go to sleep. We take over with those nighttime feedings and kind of establish a rhythm, establish things at night, especially if moms are breastfeeding at night, we could still help with that. Bring them the baby Mom breastfeeds, we go get her a snack and some water, and then we change baby, help them go back to sleep while mom just gets to go right back to bed.
0: And I think that's a big concern that some families have is, well, you know, I'm breastfeeding, so there's no need for you to come. And I'm like, oh, no, let me give you this whole idea in your head. This is what I've done for families. Who are still breastfeeding. When your baby wakes up, I am knocking on your door, bringing your baby to you, making sure that you have a good latch, that things are going well. And while you're nursing, yes, we go and make you just some crackers and peanut butter, maybe some water. Because again, you need to be getting enough calories and water intake to help with that supply. But then afterwards, are you going to then have to burp the baby, change the baby, swaddle the baby, put the baby back to sleep? No. You get to immediately go right back to sleep. So Doesn't that sound nice? We're cutting out probably an hour's worth of time for you. Mm-hmm. So it's still allowing you to breastfeed successfully, but cutting out some of the time that someone else can be doing the baby care stuff. Which, again, a postpartum doula, which we need to talk about as well, the training. Mm. I mean, there. it's not just a grandma who just loves babies and wants to come over and hold your baby and do all this stuff. No, someone who's coming into your home has hopefully had the experience and done their training.
1: And And these are good questions to ask too. Like, are you CPR certified? What kind of training did you take? Was it online? Was it in person? Did you like apprentice or shadow another postpartum doula and learn from someone in person? How many families have you worked Mm -hmm. with? Did you get certified? Did
0: you finish? How many years did it take? I mean, there are so many questions. Even do you specialize in something? Are you maybe a happiest baby on the block? person or are you a CPST? uh, So you can help install car seats. Are you a lactation counselor or consultant? There's tons of different specialties that they can have. Like for myself, I got certified in infant massage. So not only during my postpartum doula time, they could also hire me to teach them how to massage their babies. There's tons of different specialties that they can also do Mm -hmm. as well as the postpartum doula care.
1: And I think a question we used to get a lot to about nighttime and daytime and you know, hiring someone to come in is how often do you have postpartum doula care? And that question was so difficult because it ranges. For some people, they're like, I want three days of daytime care right when I get home from the hospital because I want all the information I can possibly get. I want you to tell me what to do with this baby, and then I got it. I just need... I need that for my peace of mind. I need boot camp, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I haven't been around a baby in years or ever, and I don't know what to do. So we would totally do that. Some people say, I just want help twice a week for the first three or four weeks once my husband goes back to work so that I know I'm not going to be alone all week long, and someone's going to come in, and I can kind of save my questions for when you're going to be here, and I know I can shower and take a nap those days. Some people want one good night of sleep a week, and they're like, I know I can make it through this if I just have one one full night of sleep. And some people want a nighttime doula every single night for the first six weeks. And all of those things are normal and fine. And you just have to communicate like what it is you're looking for when you're also looking for a doula. So I also want to go back to actually,
0: Muriels, did you ever, whenever you were working with a family, Like, part of it that we do with also the physical care is, like, helping do the dishes and, you know, take out the trash and helping with baby laundry. Meal prep. Yeah, meal prep, making sure that things are ready. But were you ever treated as maybe, like, a – um a maid or you know other you know things that a postpartum jewel is not supposed to do yeah a few times (laughs) so that's something that i do want to say is like yes when you're sleeping you're like well what are you doing you're just watching my baby as my baby sleeps Well, no, those are times when we could be doing the baby laundry. That's when we're organizing the baby's closet. That's when we're cutting up a whole thing of fruit. Like, you got a fruit basket, and we're organizing that. Making
1: bottles for the next day. Yeah,
0: sterilizing Mm -hmm. everything. I mean, there's so many things that we're doing in the middle of the night, so it's not just like, oh, you know, we're just hanging out watching TV with your, your kid. I mean, once everything's done, that can happen too, but... I don't want you to think, "Hey, we're we're just chilling." But mm-hmm. at the same time, a postpartum doula is not someone who's going to clean your windows and vacuum and mop your floors and things like that. Right. So I always like to say, a, a postpartum doula is not a maid, and also another one is not a babysitter. Yeah, you want to
1: talk about that? Yeah, definitely not a babysitter. And you know, different doulas have different comfort levels with being left alone with your baby, but many doulas are not okay being left alone with your baby because we're not babysitters. We're really there for mom and for baby. The educational, emotional, and
0: physical support. If we're just taking care of your baby, it's no longer taking care of mom.
1: For me, I didn't like going into families' homes where they just said, okay, here's the baby, I'm going to do all these different things, and this is what I want you to do. Because I felt like they were overpaying me to be a babysitter. Or a nanny. Or a nanny, or exactly. When really, I had so much to offer, and I had so much information. And if there was no conversation, and no questions, and no, you know, let's do this together, and see how this goes, and see how this works, and talk about this, that, and the other, and troubleshoot, then I started to feel pointless. Yeah, absolutely. Because another thing is, there's a time
0: when we realize, okay this is not useful anymore. You Mm -hmm. really don't need me. You need a nanny. There's times where families are like, but we love you and we want to hire you forever. Are you sure you don't want to be our nanny? I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't be able to help more families if I were going to be your nanny. So I can't. But this is the time, especially when you need a nanny, because we've got it. You've got everything down. You've healed. Everything's great. Baby's on a good routine. you've, Mm -hmm. You've mastered it all. And now this is the time Where, yes, you just need a helping hand, and it's just passing it down the
1: torch to a nanny. And we want you to get to that place. Like, that is what we want. We want to foster self-sufficiency and confidence in you so that by the time we leave, you're like, I don't even need her anymore. I need someone to hold my baby while I work out, but I don't need her anymore. (laughs) That's so true.
0: I think that's a big thing is people really – trying to understand what is the difference between Mm -hmm. a nanny and a postpartum doula. And what I've always loved that, how Mary Alice describes it is, a nanny is someone who comes into your home and you tell them everything that you want them to do. You say this is my baby's schedule, this is what they eat, this is the temperature in the room, this is like literally every single detail you tell the nanny what to do. And they just
1: execute it. (laughs) Exactly.
0: But a postpartum doula is the one that sits down with you and says, hey, let's go over your daily routine, let's figure out how we can make this simpler for you, how are you doing? How are you coping
1: with things? Right. A postpartum doula has questions for you. To make
0: it better. Yeah. To not just say, okay, yes, you've gotten maybe this whole system, but maybe there's an easier system for you. And also, you're thinking so much about baby. Well, what about mom? It's it's bringing back to, hey, let's let's take care of mama too, for sure. So Nina
1: what does a postpartum doula cost? How much? Am I going to go broke? (laughs) I need this help. (laughs) I know, right?
0: So that question, gosh, it really varies. Just like what we said with birth doula care, it really depends on where you live. It depends on the level of experience that person has. It also depends on what type of training. So again, if you live in a tiny town, And this sweet lady who took an online postpartum doula course comes to your house. You know, maybe she costs about like $15 an hour or $20 an hour. But if you live in a big city and this person has done her full certification, done a training workshop, and has read all the books and has been working as a doula for the past three or four years, you know, she could be $25 or $30 an hour. 50. (laughs) Well, I was going to say usually even 50. Yeah. they they may have even specialty training, sure. so they maybe know or how you to live work in New York with city, yeah, or that. But maybe they know how to work with like yeah. NICU babies or babies that only um are what the
1: dropping, like an, uh, yeah, or an SNS like a supplemental nursing system, or they have some specialized just yeah, you know expertise that a typical normal postpartum doula does not
0: receive. Or sometimes labor and delivery nurses, um, they retire. Or a postpartum nurse, yeah, they decide to retire or they or retire at a young age mm-hmm. and decide, like, hey, you know what? I'd rather just work one on one with families than you know, babies coming in and out of the hospital. So, if they are RNs, they're going to be much more expensive. So, it really depends on who you're hiring, and it also depends on how often you're wanting to hire them. If you're just wanting a one day visit, you know, it may be a heftier price. But if if you work with them for a significant amount of time, they may do a fixed rate. I mean, it completely varies. But if I had to answer that just really simply, it's anywhere from like $15 an hour to like $50 an hour.
1: It can be pricey. Wide range. <laughs> but I do think that when you find a doula, then that's these are the kinds of questions that you ask them. Yeah. It's also, I think... How, you're like, where do I even get a postpartum doula? Yeah, How do well, I find actually, one? Actually, I
0: totally forgot to even mention, what if you have twins oh, or yeah. triplets? How oh, yeah. does things that get, even work?
1: Things get a little <laughs> pricier. I was
0: going to say, well, you know what? If you have, like, for example, when I was regularly taking doulas, I would do $30 an hour for daytime and $35 an hour for nighttime care for one baby. But for twins, I would do $35 an hour for daytime and $40 an hour for nighttime. It is a good jump up, but I would say, hey, but look at it this way. You're saving money on one kid. Yeah, it's not twice. It's not twice (laughs) the amount
1: of money? Think about it that way. (laughs) And I do highly suggest if you are having multiples, you should hire a postpartum doula. Absolutely. You You need all the hands that you can get. Yes. And advice about – like, you know, having – a routine is even more important when there's more than one baby. Yeah. And so really finding out what are the different options for that? What are different, you know, theories and methods of kind of coordinating these schedules and yeah. making it all work in a peaceful way.
0: <laughs> but another concern or comment that people say is, well, but I have my mom coming or I have my sister coming and Mary Alice, how do you handle that kind of question? My mother in
1: law is going to be helping me for, you know, the first three weeks after my baby's born. And that is so wonderful. And you are so lucky that you have that support available to you. And mother in laws and mothers and sisters and friends, they come attached with emotional bonds and lots and lots of opinions. And I think that the biggest. Perk of an advantage of having a postpartum doula over a family member is that there are no emotions involved. I don't care if you bottle feed or breastfeed your baby. I don't care how you decide to sleep with them. I don't care whether you swaddle with this way or that way or the other way upside down. I (laughs) am just going to show you all of the options available to you. And a postpartum doula has the training and the education, and they've read all the books so that you don't have to read them. Present those options to you in an unbiased way and in a way that's like, hey, this is your choice. You're the parent. and Here are the different things that you can choose from. And let me answer any questions that you have. And that emotional component to this is the way I did it 30 years ago when and I haven't touched a baby since then. <laughs> that is gone. Oh, totally. <laughs> and I was going to say even
0: sisters or sister-in-laws, yeah. well, this is what worked for my baby. Right. And that's super helpful. But, you know, not everything works for every single baby. So it's nice to have someone who knows
1: all of the options Mm -hmm. and say, okay. a perspective for this has worked for lots of different families.
0: Absolutely. Because more than likely your friend or sister or whomever that's coming to help doesn't know all of the products that are entering into the market. And a postpartum doula probably has a lot more knowledge when it comes to those type of things. So even if your friend or yourself is like, hey, my mom is going to come over or my friend or my sister, that is still a big reason why people hire postpartum doulas because even though you have that support and that is so wonderful, it is really great so that you can get that shower or whatever. But to know a little bit more about the healing process, about the parenting process, about just adjusting to this new life, it's really great to have someone else that's not too close to home.
1: I went to a client's house recently and after she had had the baby and she had a lot of family staying with her. And when I got there, she didn't want anyone in her bedroom with her except for me and the baby. And we sat in there for like three hours and I answered all her questions and we just talked. And you know, we talked over her birth and I helped her with breastfeeding. And to this day, she's always like, that was so helpful and was such a nice break from all of the help I was getting. And, <laughs> you know, she was so thankful for the support she had, but also it was time to kind of decompress from that. Like the, I, don't, I mean, family can be complicated. Yeah. I think for anyone, yeah.
0: especially after having a baby. Oh, mm-hmm. you're hogging the baby. Give me the baby. Right. I mean, it's a lot. And having someone that isn't part of the family sometimes can really help you out. All right. Well, I know you've had this problem, Mary Alice, but I like you. And will you always be the one? Because, you know, you also are a birth doula. What happens when you get called to a birth and you have a postpartum doula client that is expecting you to come over?
1: Well, I leave. (laughs) (laughs) Because births come first. (laughs) Births come first. But these are all really good questions. So are you finding a postpartum doula on her own? Being a postpartum doula is her full-time job. You know, she's the most popular doula in your neighborhood and everyone had to, you just have to have her and you have to reserve her months in advance and she sets aside all of her time for you. Or is she also a mom and she works around her kids' schedules? Or is she a birth doula and she's on call? Or anything else. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, people have lives. And so these are all really good questions to ask. So for me, I had a daytime job. I was a birth doula and I was a postpartum doula. So I was willing to move around my daytime job and my daytime job was flexible, flexible. enough for me to do that so that I could schedule postpartum doula time. But if someone called me and I had to go to their birth, then I rescheduled the postpartum doula client. And so you have to find someone that you're comfortable with their schedule, and they have to be comfortable with taking the amount of time that you're looking for. Of course. And I think that that's a really important question to ask Mm -hmm. when interviewing doulas. So
0: then you're not surprised, oh, they're leaving after only been here for 20 minutes because a birth is happening, which of course you just gave birth and you're understanding, but maybe you're like, but I
1: really needed you. (laughs) I really wanted you. And And also knowing too Like, Nina, do you want someone to come home with you from the hospital and be there right when you get home? Because that's almost asking someone to be on call for you versus I'm fine as long as we can find a time for you to come within the first week and a half or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah, it really depends on their
0: flexibility, if they have children at home. I mean, everything. That's for sure.
1: Okay, so guys, I think we've covered pretty much everything, right? I think we did. Also, another way to look for a postpartum doula is on doulamatch.net. And we had talked about this in our birth doula podcast because that's a great way to find birth doulas, but they also have postpartum doulas on doula match. Yeah. And if you're
0: curious about their training or certifications, doula match provides that information as well. But if you're wanting more information about, you know, where do doulas get that type of training, you can check out Dona.org or Kappa. Uh, those are great sites to get a little bit more information on what's required of postpartum doulas and all of the paperwork and studying and everything that goes on behind that. But guys, I think we've covered it. If you guys have any questions about postpartum doula care or want to share your own experience, we'd love to hear it. Join us in the conversation on our Facebook page at Team Baby Chick. If you just type in Baby Chick on Facebook, it should pop up. Or we'll be posting today's episode and answering questions in the comments. Please follow us on Facebook, on Instagram at TheBabyChick, and on Pinterest at TheBabyChick. And as always, subscribe to Chick Chat, The Baby Chick Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts.